the talk shop. It's four minutes after eight. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM. My name is Naledi Moleo. Send your SMS to 34701. I'm still chatting to Bui Sibia, Learning and Development Manager at SAPREF. That's the South African Petroleum Refinery, uh, looking at their skills development program for 2015, which was launched just last week. Let's let's look at the various fields that you cater for, Buyi, and then you'll talk to me about who can apply to the program. Okay, we cater for um, artisan skills mainly mm. in the field of mechanical seating, um, electrical to so produce electricians, instrument technicians, um, as well as uh, chemical plant operators. Mm. But we also, through our community-based initiative called the Devon South Training Trust, we offer various uh, artisan memberships as well in the field of welding and boiler making. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, we also offer bursaries, as I've mentioned previously, yeah. um, to university graduates that also want to study engineering within these disciplines. Mm. And, and who are some of the, the, the students that you look for? What is the criteria that they must then meet? First and foremost, um, the applicants must have good grades in, in math and science at metric level. Um, if they have studied through an FET college, they need to meet a minimum of uh, N3 and in these various uh, trades that I've mentioned. Okay. But we also look for people who have a passion, strong passion to develop uh, their careers within engineering to become young engineers of the future. So we assess potential, we assess passion, and we also look at um, behavioral, uh, behavioral aspects because working in a refinery, um, it's quite important that we have people who behave well because mm. it's quite a dangerous environment if you if you really don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 just break down the selection process for us then. Okay, our selection process starts um, around about uh, August September of every year. Uh, we advertise through various uh, forms of media. Um, we then attract applicants uh, mainly from the surrounding Deben area because of our location. Mm. And we then go through a screening process uh, looking at the uh, minimum requirements that I've mentioned, mainly around the subjects of math and science. Uh, we then do um, uh, interviews. We also do uh, aptitude tests because it's important that the people that we, we put through these programs are going to be successful at the end of the day. Mm. Um, we then do um, uh, interviews. We interview all the applicants. We also do a medical assessment, uh, which is an operational requirement um, for an industry like ours mm. that people must be medically fit. And once all, uh, all the applicants have been through this process, we then select the best. And those are the people that we bring on board onto our program. Okay. And how does one then apply? Um, to apply, we use uh, various means. Uh, people can apply. Once the adverts are issued, uh, people can apply uh, through email, um, um, through faxing uh, their CVs. But what we also do is we go and visit our surrounding uh, FET colleges, universities, University of Technicons to speak to prospect um, prospect uh, applicants mm-hmm. and to brief them about our careers so that they know how to contact us. But uh, our telephone lines are also welcome uh, for people who need to talk to us to find out about the application process. Okay, and what is that number? Okay, the number is um, uh, 031-480-1644. Mm-hmm. One six five six. So that number again: o three one four eight zero one six five six. Again: o three one four eight zero one six five six. To get in touch with the uh, South African uh, Petroleum Refinery and take advantage of that skills development program. And what happens at the end of the at the end of the program? Will you are these students guaranteed a job? Uh, well, we cannot guarantee a job to anyone. Um, However, I must state that the demand for these skills um, that we train in are very high, mm. uh, firstly within SAPREF, but also within the country, as we know. Um, so uh, about 95% of the learners that go through our programs end up being absorbed either within SAPREF or within the industry. Mm. Um, but what we also do is at the end of the learnerships, we offer internships. 
So we, we aim to make sure that learners who exit our programs also acquire the necessary work experience mm. to have hands-on field experience of, of these careers that they are, they are planning to, to, to grow in. So we offer two-year internships uh, to our artisan learners as well as our chemical plant operators. Um, and as I've said, the likelihood is quite high that people do get placed into, in, in, into jobs within Cyprus, but also we've had quite a high success rate of learners leaving our programs and joining other companies within South Africa. Okay. Just give us a website uh, that people can look at it. And just tell me, when are you open for enrol- enrollment? I don't have a definite date, but you should be open for enrollments for 2016, um, around about mid-August this year. Okay. And uh, the website that people can visit um, um, is www.sapref.com, mm-hmm. which is www.sapref.com. Okay, nice and easy. S-A-P-R-E-F dot com to take a look at, um, keep keep up to date with what SAPREF is doing and, and keep an eye on them until August so that you know when enrollments are open. The number to call is 031-480-1656. Again, 031-480-1656. Buyi Sibia, Learning and Development Manager at SAPREF. Buyi, thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you for having me, Naledi. Right. You're on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. When I return, we're going to get into our relationship corner. And there we're talking about religion within the family. Uh, some families attend the same church, have the same religious beliefs. And in some families, it's not the same kind of thing. You've got uh, different family members believing in different values, believing in different um, r- beliefs. And, and attending different churches, what is the impact of that on a family? 0891-104-207. Listen up, people. We are going to fight for better entertainment for our viewers. We will scare them off with Vampire Diaries Fridays at 10.30 p.m. and Teen Wolf on Mondays at 8 p.m. Then kill them with laughter on my wife and kids at 8 p.m. on Thursdays, the Ricky Smiley Show Wednesdays at 8 p.m. starting April, and Gibablelese on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Reba Shapatizika, what's behind the wall, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. And Wipeout at 6 p.m. on Saturdays. We are entertainment. We are inspiration. That's why we bring you a wide range of programs to satisfy everyone in the family. Only on SABC2. Led by Martin Kremer, Mining Weekly offers unrivaled global coverage of the resources industry and the companies and people shaping it. Subscribe now at MiningWeekly.com. Kremer Media's Mining Weekly. Mining news around the clock. Zolani Maola. You're listening to SAFM. Remember to catch Shop Shop Children's Show on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 minutes to 2. Keep it Shop Shop. The Talk Shop. It's 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. You're on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. 34712, uh, to send me your SMSs and give me a call on 0891-104-207. I'm joined now by uh, Reverend Dr. Wesley Mabuza, Methodist uh, minister, who's going to speak in his own capacity. Uh, but we're, we're talking about religion within the family and how different re- belief systems within a family can cause turmoil. Reverend, good evening to you and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening Naledi, good evening to your listeners. Well, I'm so glad you've joined us. This is such an important discussion. Let's talk about whether or not having different religions within a family actually can cause tensions and how serious could they possibly be? Yes, uh, that is so true. It can, it can, and I like the word that uh, you've used. It can cause mm. tension, but it doesn't have to. Mm. Um, so that is so true, um, and it can cause it for many reasons. Really, um, the reasons are so many. Firstly, because uh, just a human being is a very complicated creature, mm. um, and and the one human being differs. Uh, to uh, to the next human being and uh, so you do find that uh, that can possibly happen and it does happen Mm. Uh, and I think the purpose at this stage would be perhaps to 
uh, not to discuss about when 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 it doesn't happen because I think that there's no problem there. Mm. I th- I think we we discuss when it does happen. Right. And, and the reasons for it. Mm. Well, let's look at different situations. And uh, this is where I'm going to open up the lines because I'd like for uh, our listener to call in with their story and their experience. Exactly. Give me a call on 0891-104207. Now, I'm going to give you an example that I've seen um, within my immediate surroundings. And, and I won't mention any names, but a friend of mine yeah. is has has gone through the uh, ritual of Ugutwasa, so to become a traditional healer and went through the schooling and learning of that. Her father approved of it. Her mother, on the other hand, um, is is, is a Christian and doesn't believe in in, in ancestral uh, rituals and so forth. But the tensions that can come about in a family when such decisions and such events are taking place, especially because... With each religion, with each cultural practice, there are rituals, there are ceremonies that must be performed, and how those uh, ceremonies can 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 add turmoil into a family. Yes. Um, uh, what what is the question then, a lady, in that situation? Let's explore how a, a child, for instance, is able to deal with those tensions. Because as a child, you you have parents that have two different religious beliefs, and there's a, there's you know there's a sense that you're being pulled from one side to the other. Wow, um, the, that that is a very uh, um, how how could I call it complicated situation. Mm. Uh, that that would need really the uh, adults involved in the, 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 those kinds of difference at uh, di- different uh, uh, um, kinds of uh, belief and faith mm. uh, to actually just remember to act in a very mature way. That's mm. point number one, and the second one is also to I, I don't know how we can actually instill in people to understand that religion is not meant to divide. Mm. It is meant to to unite, and um, especially to us um, uh, black South Africans or who 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 had a religion that came in. Uh, from outside our, our country, mm. and uh, when we had our own form of belief, mm. uh, and a religion, now it's, it's termed um, African traditional religion, mm. but its core was the aspect of Ubuntu. Mm. Now, Ubuntu really, really, I've always said this, is, is, is like the golden thread that should run through everything because if whatever you do whether it is um, a, a, a religious faith whether it is whatever faith you belong to christianity islam jewish faith hindu and so forth mm. um, and whether it is ubungoma uh, it should have ubuntu mm-hmm. because if it does not have ubuntu it is not here to benefit human beings right Wait, give me a call on 0891-104207. Send your SMSs to 34701. Looking at religion within, within the family, the turmoil that can come with uh, different religions in one household and how do you move past them. Uh, send, share, me, share your thoughts with me on 0891-104207. The SMS line is 34701. You know what I, I'd like to do, Reverend, is, is maybe just yes. talk about the importance of religion within a family. Yes. Um, and, and obviously, no, I mean, I, I looked it up before we got into this discussion to see if there's actually been any concrete research done in South Africa to look at the, the role that um, religion actually plays in our family structure in South Africa, to talk about the impact that religion has in our family structure in South Africa. And there's very little, or, or really nothing, uh, that, that talks about, you know, that is research that looks specifically into that. But let's 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 get into that. The role that, that religion can actually play in strengthening a family, in in the longevity of marriage, and and the quality of the relationships within that family. Yeah, it 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 it, it would differ from religion to religion, mm. um, uh, because the understanding of marriage will also differ from religion to religion, um, and then uh, speaking speaking from a Christian perspective. Mm. 
which is just one one perspective. I mm-hmm. mean, we've got to admit that. Uh, you do find that uh, truly this should be happening in terms of uh, building families, family units mm-hmm. uh, for the community. However, I think the thing that we tend to forget uh, is that human beings are not born angels. And they're not being born angels. They need those kinds of support uh, structures, such as religion, supporting faith, that would help them to move on the straight and narrow for the sake of of the greater community mm. and religion is there to assist in the building and maintaining of uh, healthy uh, values. Uh, uh, I'm using that word very loosely in terms of healthy. Mm. By healthy, I really would look at values that enhance Ubuntu. Mm. Uh, because for me, I think it is not just religion, Ausna Lady, that has actually... Uh, fails sometimes in so far as Ubuntu is concerned. I, I want to go even further and say, for instance, you, you would possibly be agree with me mm-hmm. that the, the, the dichotomization of religion and politics and life and yes. is, is, is a foreign concept. Mm. And, and so for us, life is one whole. And because life is one whole, uh, it means, therefore, everything must run through with the same kind of value. Let me take the question of education, mm-hmm. if I may. Yes. Uh, you, you find most of us uh, who are religious are also educated in a way. Mm-hmm. And, but I've, I've noticed, rightly or wrongly, and, and I, 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 it, it might be contested, but I've noticed that even our education sometimes lacks that element of Ubuntu. Mm. And I have my reasons for this. And uh, uh, My reasons are simple. Is that if an education makes you appear very high to the people you live with, if your education divides you from the people, mm. if your education makes you look down upon uh, who, those who are less fortunate than yourself, because the fact that you're educated was the fact that you were fortunate. Uh, and, and most people who are not educated, uh, who have, let me not say educated, who have not gone to school yes. uh, enough, mm. uh, were not fortunate enough to have someone or somebody supporting. And some of them could be latent scientists mm. or who are moving around, but, you know, Utoluti is human being. During my days, of course, people nowadays, I don't think that lady would possibly remember this, that there was a time when people used to have calls from on their backs, but deliver malas. Yeah. I've seen it, yes. I'm not that young. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. You're not that young. Mm. So, uh, you, you, you find that, you, you know, but this person is, is, is like this because is teaching mm. children, is letting children, but you find a person or some thinks he or she is somebody looking down upon that person. And I ask myself, what is the value of education? So it is not just religion, it is also education. Does it have Ubuntu? Is our education something that makes people uh, to understand, to, 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 to offset what a, a, a apartheid tried to do in colonization in terms of uh, uh, removing our dignity. Mm. So, but our, our, our education, apart from our, even our, I don't want to come to religion, our education within the family sometimes, it does make, uh, uh, exacerbate the fact that the person uh, feels down and uh, feels, trampled upon, it, it does not liberate. And so if, the educa- the, if education doesn't liberate the person who holds it, mm. uh, what value is it? Okay. Well, Reverend, I don't want to stray too much, and, and I, and I no, agree to making some valid yeah. points, but I still want to focus on, on, on religion, religion w- within the within family. Within the family. No, that's fine. Let me take a look at some of the SMSs that have come in. Yes. Um, one that says, my husband is Muslim, and I tried practicing his religion, uh, but I can't. 
I'm losing hope and very depressed. Uh, mm. Never thought uh, that religion could divide mm. us. We have three children and they are also Muslim. Mm. You see, now there is, there, wow. there is a challenge. Wow. Because if, if I am of a faith and, and the man in my life is of a different faith, at some point there will be the push factor or the pull factor that says, no, you need to come and convert to my religion. And if I am uncomfortable in that religion, then we have a problem in the family. Oh. So what do we do then, Reverend? Yes, yes. Un un unfortunately, a religion is such a deeply, deeply personal thing. Mm. Uh, that is at the core of a person. Uh, and that once that person is not happy, uh, insofar as uh, what he or she um, worships and the way in which he or she can worship, uh, that is a huge, huge, huge problem. Uh, the fact in the matter is that how do we deal with the issue? Um, would the stronger people, for instance, see, I would, I would regard it as weak in the sense that the majority in that, in that house is, is, is Muslim. Mm. Would would the do discussions matter? Would would someone not go to the imam to explain the situation? Because most of the leadership of of most of our uh, uh, faiths are highly uh, educated, mature people that are able to assist uh, in those things. Sometimes people bottle up. Sit bottled up in those uh, 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 their cocoons mm. and and not go out. But I do want to believe that in Nesizulu city in Jugu in Jobaitongeloband. So maybe uh, go to some of the people that are around the elders. And because I cannot, for the life of me, imagine a situation where a human being lives with religious oppression. Yeah, it's a painful. It, it, it's a painful uh, solution. And 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 so what you're saying, Reverend, is that the, the there needs to be consultation with elders, consultation with religious leaders. It, it, it's a kind of a conflict situation, and mm. who can come in to bring some kind of wisdom and understanding. I want to believe that a people today do understand that a, you cannot force a religion on, on, on a person unless you are extremely, extremely, how, how would I put it, extremely radical. Mm. A, and and, and in, in the, the, the worst thing about it, Naledi, mm. is that People must not play God on others. Mm. There's many, many of us who believe in one God. There's only one God. And if a religion will then oppress you to the point where you can't worship, then that religion no longer becomes a, a, a religion that leads you to God. That religion becomes an idol. Mm. Because even a religion can be an idol. And, and, and we're not supposed to worship idols. Mm. Yeah. We're talking about extremism there, I think. Precisely. Yeah. And, and this happens in all religions. It's not just one religion. It mm. happens in all religions where people uh, misunderstand their own role in their own faith. That they should just make sure that they remember that they are not gods. Two, they remember that uh, anything that is going to make, div uh, make me not to work together with you and that's going to make me not to promote harmony mm. between us, then that thing has become an idol and it has to be destroyed. But, Reverend, this is now the challenge because we can talk about freedom of religious belief, yes. uh, freedom of faith from a country point of view. And we can have the discussion right now on SAFM yes. and talk about the, you know, uh, the, the, the value of Ubuntu and respecting other people's faith. That's all good and well. But in a household, it becomes a lot more difficult to manage, especially because each religion has its own mm. um, little practices. Mm. If you have a wife who was part of it, and, and my producer was making this example earlier on, uh, if you have a wife who was part of, say, the Shambe uh, church, 
where on a certain evening you are not allowed to switch on any electrical or, or, or heated appliance in the house, which means they will not be cooking in the evening. But the husband is an African traditionalist who expects to be fed by his wife. The, the, those little things become a very big problem. Um, actually, they they actually they they stop even becoming little things. Mm. They actually become big things because uh, we all live once, and if other people will be made to have their life lived in brackets mm. uh, because they dare not, uh, you know, unravel themselves. Mm. Uh, then truly you are faced with a very serious situation. What you've just said, let me first just confess that um, that is indeed a huge problem. Mm. And But but we're human beings, and it doesn't matter how hard-headed we may be, and it doesn't matter how different our standpoints could be, you have begun the, the debate. And I think the more we talk about it, not just on SAFM, uh, in, and, and the more that this debate comes out and people realize, because sometimes there is this thing where I think I understand and I think I'm on the right path, only to find that I've got a blind spot mm. uh, which, uh, in which I'm, I'm not able to see that I am a hindrance mm. to other people's life. And so what you've said, let's not lie about it. It's a serious matter. Mm. It's a sad matter. It does happen. And we will not attempt during just this uh, moment just to say no. This is what can happen, and it's such an easy matter. It is so unfortunate, you know. You know, a lady. Uh, I, I think it is. Um, uh, 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 I don't know whether Isaac Newton mm. or, or, or Voltaire who said, uh, "God is a comedian playing to an audience that is too afraid to laugh." Mm. We've taken things too, too, too seriously, and and I've known even within the uh, family where. Because the family is so religious, uh, even children shouldn't laugh during prayers or during uh, a service or during yes. some And then the children will be uh, come back and ask, ben what were you laughing in church? And yeah. so forth. So, so you find that this thing has become so, oppress- so oppressive that sometimes you don't blame people who are atheists. Mm. I really don't because I understand their situation. Understand people don't just want to get involved with this thing that is so divisive, that makes people become so arrogant, that makes people appear like the know-alls, and the other people know nothing, mm. other people cannot believe their faith is just like this. So within that family, I would say that there's a lot of work that needs to be done in order to alleviate the pain that is in that family, because mm. there is pain. Pain. Yes. No, no, definitely. We're chatting to Reverend Dr. Wesley Mabuza, Methodist minister, speaking, of course, in his own capacity. I'll take your calls on 0891-104207. Send your SMSs to 34701. They're charged at two rand. Justice in Durban, I see you. I'll take your call after this. All right. Well, this is what I'll do. Justice, let me take your call now, and then we'll go to break a little bit later on. Justice? Yeah, what I think, what I think for my own point of perception about uh, people having different religions in mm. the families, I think that it begins from the decision we make in life as human beings. Mm. You know, you find someone who believes as a Christian is getting married, maybe someone who is a Muslim or a Hindu Christian. That decision, people they don't put it into consideration that they will affect them in the long run of their life. Mm. Because they think, maybe I will cope up. Let's give me, for example, for example mm-hmm. me, I'm a rasta. Uh, I get love or married to a lady who is in Christianity. When she comes to my house, I say, no, yeah, we don't cook meat, we don't use this, we don't use this. But at the beginning of the relationship, someone can say, okay, I will cope up. But as time goes on, as you're still trying to cope up, you're having kids, you're being committed to each other. That's when we find about uh, people having problems. Mm. Coming in the other point, 
the religion is not there to separate the people, as the Reverend said before, was meant to bring the people together. But now, because people are no longer uh, following, like, let's put, like, you know, churches, we've got doctrines in churches. Mm. Uh, you find this church is using another doctrine, like they do this, this church, they're not doing this. So it, that can bring the tension in the house. At the same time, as human beings, we always try to say, my side is the right side. Always. So uh, I think, I think from my own point of position, people, they must uh, make the right decisions in their lives. Yeah. When it comes, like, in marriages, because the kids, I can't, from my own point of view, I don't think a, a child sounds like a child can have its own religion. Mm. It's very rare. Mostly the child it follows under the parents. So if the parents... But I've seen it, fall- Justice, and, and I'm, I'm going to just cut in there. Uh, and I've seen, yeah. I, I have however seen it, where um, a mother and father have a belief system of their own. Uh, perhaps they're Christians and... Um, you know, a child at the age of 18 decides they want to follow Buddhism. And, and you know, mm. you know what? Then I can support the reverend by the time when he said it's because of the education. You know, when the education comes, it gives you another view, a point of view. That, you know, in our African culture, in our African culture, the parents, naturally, they grow under the, the, the leadership of the parents. Like, and then let me tell you one thing, sisters. Put an eye on it. Mm. It's only us African people who run away, especially for our religion. The Muslim usually, they don't arou- run away from that. They even follow it now here in Africa. They do, they wear their own clothes. They got their own way of doing. But if you go in the black society, that's when you find so much of religion. But Justice, and, and I'm, I'm going to let you go, but I'll continue the conversation with Justice, uh, with the yeah. Reverend, apologies. Uh, Reverend, now what Justice is saying is, is interesting, and I, I don't want to get into the discussion of race and, and, and sure. who's more committed to religion. Yes. But I want to talk about what he's saying about, you know, in, in African culture or in any culture, the child must follow the religion of, of the parents. That's all good and well to say, but at a, at a child that is 19 years old, uh, does feel that they have the freedom to choose. What happens when the parents feel that they have no right to make that decision? And how do you facilitate that conversation so that it is a peaceful one? Yeah, yes, Naledi, should I answer now? Yes, please. Uh, Naledi, I, I think the value of this debate, the value of this debate, mm. is that even if a situation may appear hopeless, mm. it must provide learnings. Right. For us, what what Justice was saying right just now reminded me then that it, this then means it should be enforced, for lack of a better word, that people who are going to marry must, even if they they might they might just be clear about their contract mm. as to what is it that they want together what's going to happen in the in the event of this and so forth. So mm. the, the value of this this very debate right now mm. is for people who, who are still to come together to actually begin to understand the seriousness of some of these things. They must not take them for granted. Mm. Because we, even within the same church, within the same family, going you will find such serious differences uh, of understanding of religion that um, it is also very, very important then that people must begin to start talking about this. This is how, this, this is what I'm gaining my own self from this very debate. Mm. Well, let, me, let, me, let me look at another SMS, Reverend. Um, one here that says, and, and before I read this SMS, I, I have to mention that one of the things we're not going to do on the talk shop is tolerate foul language. So if you're going to send in an SMS and use your two rand, um, and, and, and fill your SMS with swear words. Don't be surprised if we ignore it. So yes. I, I, I'll read this SMS, but because the language isn't, isn't right, I'm going to edit some of it. Uh, but it says, religion divided my family and it broke in half because of uh, feminist female preachers and their, their preaching rubbish. 
um, in the church. Hmm. Now, the reason why I read you that SMS, Reverend, is because with so many different religions, you have new churches that come up and new systems that come up with those churches. Now hmm. you have uh, what this what this SMS is talking about is obviously not many churches allow women to be preachers, but now you have a woman who's attending a church that allows women to be preachers, and the messages they send back home conflict with what with what the belief systems are uh, at home. And, and and that perhaps is, is 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 a problem as well, where religion itself and different churches um, change and and uh, so quickly over the years, where you've got new ways of doing things coming up every decade. Well, thanks God that we can really have this conversation mm. and, and having having this kind of um, a, a medium. Mm. in which um, we, we could try to avoid uh, the mistakes that sort of uh, uh, remove the, the dignity of other people. And, and so let, let me just say that we, we must move from the fact that uh, it's just 20 years, 21 years now, 20 years, that uh, in the 21st year, that we are actually debating these issues openly. Mm. And so we must uh, care ourselves that we're going to be uh, in for a long haul. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a long process, and people will just have to accept whether we like it or not. Uh, I mean, the question of uh, talking about uh, young people who choose their own religion, mm. that we will not avoid evolution, mm. uh, religious, intellectual, and otherwise. We will not avoid that. How do we uh, then mitigate those things? How do we then uh, assist one another to 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 accept some of the things? For instance, when you bring in the question of uh, feminism, mm. which which in most cases uh, usually conflicts with certain cultures and and, and certain religions, uh, how are we going to do that? But we we should not uh, shy away from looking at these things right in the face and saying this is what they're saying there needs to be a debate with feminists uh, and, and not just talk behind them or about them but let's find out why they do what they do and they must let ad- understand how other people feel mm. and and the fact that we, we for instance let me say in my own church I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate in most of our churches that uh, women have been in a way uh, liberated to become whatever they want to become, right. and 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 so uh, these people who are managers, the women who are managers in our homes, uh, who I I always say they they are the major people in our homes. Why can they not be in churches? Mm. So so that is why I'm saying perhaps we need to welcome uh, the fact that we can still have this conversation and maybe. Ask people. They usually say uh, the, 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 the thing that is common uh, between a, 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 an umbrella and a brain uh, is that uh, both of them work well when they are open. Mm-hmm. You know, the brain must be open and people must have understand that they, they are limited. They need to give other people space. You occupy your space. Yes. Please accept that the other person occupies this space. Yeah. And then, of course, just uh, to round up what I've just been saying, whether it is feminism or whatever, if there is no respect in that involvement, mm. uh, it is going to have the effect of removing this other person's dignity. Do not correct the fact that you had no dignity before by removing the other person's dignity. Ah. It does not matter where. Yeah. And you can't hide uh, behind the blanket of religion in doing so because no, ultimately no. at the core of everything is respect. If, if, uh, 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 now, lady, if what I'm doing makes you feel, uh, Hore, uh, you, you're losing your respect because of me, uh, what I say, the way I say it, the way I relate to you, and so forth, I need to desist and it needs to be pointed out to me because we cannot continue. We are human beings. They usually say, you know, a human being is not a tomato. Mm. You know, a tomato will be a tomato. <laughs> but 
but a human being changes. Mm. A human being must must be prepared to change. Yes. And this is possible. If it was not like that, we wouldn't be you and I wouldn't be talking today. changer, Regardless of the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Human beings will change. People, if, human beings have to change because yeah. it's, it's their, uh, you know, it's their joy and and their challenge. Mm. Let me just look at some of the SMSs that have come in. The Tawadola says, "Good evening, my lady and Reverend uh, Dr. Wesley Mabuza. Kindly ask Dr. Mabuza to comment on the assertion that there's no pure religion and that all religions are hybrids and households are not different when members adhere to diverse religious groups. That's an interesting point when you say that there's links between every Every single religion, and if you remember that within a family, then then you're good. Yeah, do you want me to respond to that? Yes, please. Yeah, definitely. I I, I think we 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 are in the same pot. Mm. We will influence each other. If I use my own religion, um, if you take Islam, Islam will use our prophets. Uh, will use Abraham. Uh, recognizes Jesus as a prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus grew up for some time in Egypt, and uh, Egypt had its own uh, uh, kind of religion, and it influenced uh, even Jesus himself. Mm. And, and so I'm just trying to, to show that, no, that, that is true, but it is because we're all human beings. And we, just like civilization, when people always, I usually marvel at the fact that people like to remove civilization from Africa and say, whatever is progressive, it is Western. Mm. And and when it's not progressive, they want to us to believe it is African, as if we do not share. We did not share in the building of this civilization that is in the world in the universe. It, it worries me if people of religion will want to be just as small also and and not recognize that the uh, religions breathe. Uh, to each, uh, to each other because mm. it is about human beings it is about uh, uh, faith it is about divinity and so forth and so why there's no big deal about it mm. Mm. Well, Reverend, I'm chatting to Reverend Dr. Wesley Mabuza, Methodist minister, speaking in his own capacity, looking at religion within the family, the role of religion within the family, and and the challenge of different religious beliefs in the same household. Three four seven zero one to send in your SMSs. Give me a call on zero eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Mpa in Bulukwane. Mpa, good evening. Hello. Hi, Mpa. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Good evening. Mm. Yes, you and the priest. Oh, good evening, Paul. Yes, uh, I'm listening with with interest as the priest make make his comments and opinions. Mm. But uh, I wanted to to ask a priest if perhaps we should adopt a perhaps a should I say a law of sorts that says perhaps people of different religions shouldn't shouldn't marry, shouldn't go into a matrimony together, so that we we avoid these things. Although the priest says, okay. Different religions should actually or can coexist, but I'm trying to think about a religion where, for example, say a traditional African religion, maybe there is a funeral. I don't uh, subscribe to that religion, for example, and in the funeral they have to come and work on the grave using mm. human body parts like your legs as they usually do, people of African religions, and I don't subscribe to that, and then I know that this human body part is, is of a friend of mine who resides in a particular village. Okay. I mean, how, how does how do two things that completely differ coexist? Can the priest please make a... All right. I'm lost now about the human part. Okay, I, I didn't follow that part as well, Mpop, but I think the, the basis of the question is right at the beginning. And, and yeah. it's talking about a law that, say, that, 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 state, that states that you... you you should not marry someone of a different religion. Is that not the equivalent yes, of saying maybe, that people of different races? Maybe an advice, not a law as such. An advice to people okay. that if, if you are of completely different religions, you should, you should marry. But if, for, for if, if we step out of religion, if we step out of the religion, is that not the, the, the equivalent of saying that people of different races should not marry because our cultures are different? Mm-hmm. I suppose the law yes. of relativity doesn't apply in the example that we're giving. Because here I'm talking about serious things. Other religions, particularly those that use, like like muti in particular, the so-called African traditional uh, okay. religion, okay. where muti muti, and we know that body parts are used, and then I don't subscribe to that, and I'm married to this woman, and then our children as 
passed away and then they take perhaps my cousin's body parts to okay. come and... Yes. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure which religion or cultural practice that is that, especially in South Africa, that does that. I've I've never heard of such. But um, give me a call on 0891 Uh Maya Yanan is in Durban. Yanan, good evening to you. Thank you for calling. How are you? I'm very well. I'm talking about this. Uh, you know, this uh, what you meant was the Bible says you must only marry in the Lord. That mm-hmm. means you must marry a fellow Christian. And another thing I must come to uh, that women are not supposed to be leaders in the church. They're not supposed to be in the pulpit, that's what the Bible says truly. Women should be under a man. First Corinthians chapter eleven verse three says a man is ahead of a woman. No, not a woman over a woman. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mama, thank you for calling in, just uh, sharing her views about that point that was made earlier about uh, churches that uh, have more leadership positions for women. The Yanan saying, you know, um, what she believes is that women have no place leading uh, a church or leading a home. 347, I want to send in your SMSs. Triple S Mlungu in Freyheid says, It is better to attend the same church denomination. However, uh, if the faith is the same, it is the best. Another SMS that says, I think we must choose to be married with someone who believes in what you believe uh, to make it easier for each other and the children because marriage is not only about you. Another SMS that says, it's a difficult situation to have uh, to have such in a family. Religion separates the nation, uh, so it does to the family. The result is the annihilation of love, peace, progress, respect, and family evolution. There is no sharing of knowledge and experience between the elders and the young if religions are different within a family. I, I, I don't know if, if, if we're actually understanding the... The, the, the impact of, of a conversation like this and, and, and how important this is because religion is not um, something that you place it's not a badge that you place on your shoulder it's mm. not um, a t-shirt that you wear it is the essence of who you are oh, yes. and, and I'm worried about um, getting calls that say uh, perhaps you should not there should be some kind of law or, or some suggestion that says that people of different religions shouldn't marry because that takes away from the essence of South Africa's constitutionality. Reverend? Now, lady, love will never stop being blind. Mm. It will never stop. Uh, love is blind. There are, you just get overwhelmed. You see this person, you just get overwhelmed. Um, you don't ask to what religion do you belong. You don't, you know, and it's not even written on the person's forehead. However, what does need to happen is that because we we love each other, we actually need to uh, take responsibility mm-hmm. for how we are going to navigate our life together. Because these are two worlds coming together mm-hmm. with their own ambassadors, their own governments, and you're trying to make it one. And so religion should be part of the discussion, and it should be taken seriously, which has not been done up until now in most cases, mm. I, I admit. Um, but, but I also want to, to just go to, to this question of, um, uh, just to, 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 to assist um, Paul, that please, African traditional religion is not about body parts. Uh, and anyone who, who deals with that is, is not about African traditional religion, not even about um, traditional healing. Mm. Uh, so uh, just get, uh, you know, more information. I understand sometimes we, we just take these things and we think this is what's happening. African traditional religion has absolutely nothing to do with body Human parts. Human body parts. Yes, please. Mm. I think uh, I'll just request you just to make more research on that so that you can set by yourself, mm. um, that it, it is not like that. And then Yaman mentioned the question of women. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember saying yes, that yes. the man is the head of the of the, is the man is the head of the what? Of the church and the family. No, but is she for that or against that? No, she's for it. She she even quoted a scripture from the Bible saying that the man is the head and the, and woman, the woman should not lead. The woman should not lead. The woman should not lead. It's a pity she's away because I would have loved to have known on what does she base that. Mm. Because I think from the start we had the whole thing wrong. Mm. 
We can't be born of women, and then men, when the women have let us grow up, we turn around and say they are nobodies. Um, I think there's something wrong with the world if that be the case, Mm. because uh, women nurse us from the time we say, ah, they will give us napkins. They will. We we can't. We if if women knew, I suspect that if women knew, would be like this, they would probably kill us. Uh, but they never suspect that would come up. And unfortunately, those w- women who will assist in this oppression of other women uh, by uh, by men, mm. because there are women doing that, and that's not strange yes. because people who are oppressed tend to perpetuate their own oppression. Mm-hmm. So that's not strange. It's not a funny thing. All it needs is that people just need to be educated to understand that there is no room in this world at this time for any person to say, I am the one who knows. I'm the one who leads. The woman mustn't. I know that some people will fight against me, but so be it. I just want to believe that if we are truthful, Many, many homes are being run by women. Mm. And if those women can run homes, women need to assist us to understand that they are our mothers, they are our sisters. They must not just let go and say follow custom and so forth. I want to believe that it does not matter. If a culture makes my mother a lower than me, for heaven's sake, what culture is that? Mm. So, so I, I want to continue to respect my mother for what she's done for me. And, and if, if I respect my mother, I'll respect other women mm-hmm. because in them I see what my mother did to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just saying, we need to evolve, Badwagit. We need to grow up. We need to, we must not hold on to these things that oppress other people. It was painful when the Africans oppressed us. Mm. But then, because we have the power, so it's okay, we can do it because we have the power. So you agree then that if somebody's got the power, then that person must oppress you. Mm. You can't. You see, because that, that is the situation. Do not say because you are a, you've got power. Who made you become a man? Who made you a man? Is it God or did you make yourself? And if you made yourself to become a man, you changed yourself. Then, for for heaven's sake, go on and make those rules. But you are just happen to to become a man. What if you were a woman and you were being oppressed by other men? What would it? What would have happened? What? If, I I just wish God could give us twenty years, men become women again and change. So that <laughs> no, because really, it it it's it, it, it is so senseless. It is it is just like the issues of race. Mm. You know, nobody asks. God to be born white, black, green, nobody. And so all these things are just, I I, I must be honest with you, we need to grow up, all of us. We really, really, we have just one world, and we must make this world something in which we are going to be able to say when we leave it, wow, wow, it was so good. Reverend, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you for the opportunity, and thanks to everybody. Certainly a, co- a conversation that needs to happen a lot more. I don't think we talk a lo- we talk too much about religion in South Africa and, and the freedom to thank practice. Thank you so much for bringing it up, because really it has also made me aware of the pain that is going on. Well, the Reverend will uh, will certainly make sure that we bring him back on the talk shop. That was Reverend Dr. Wesley Mabuza, Methodist minister, speaking in his own capacity. But he's also the former chairperson of the Commission for the Promotion of Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities. You're on the talk shop on SAFM. Join me.